Fucking hello, true neutral, true neutral. <laughs> oh, I'm Derek. I'm Keenan. I for, we forgot the last time anyway. So <laughs> I didn't. I was just waiting for you to be done with whatever thing you were talking no, about. No, <laughs> Keenan's on a weird vibe today. Apparently, yeah, I am. <laughs> I have been. Um, I was before and after the nap I took today, and it's just bleh. Yeah, I thought I thought a little nice resty rest would help out, and it just was no good. Some of those words almost weren't words. Uh, <laughs> well, I made I it through, it was, and it was a sentence, and you understood. Would work. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, and you um, how how's your week been? My week's been it's been pretty good, you know. Just working, you know, after the new year, going back to work that first week, you know, getting, like, some extra days off and whatever, but getting back in the groove of things. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's going pretty well. Nothing nothing exciting. Working. <laughs> working and sleeping. That's about, you know. Working and sleeping and sleeping and working and playing Switch. Yeah. It, the new year happened, and uh, I had... I had my son for New Year's, so that was nice. We went down and hung out with his mom for a while, and so the ball dropped, and, you know, bring in the New Year over there, and then we hung out for the rest of the weekend and played games and just chilled. It was nice. It was good. Yeah, nice. Huh. I brought in the New Year with sleep. No <laughs> sleep. I was, I was sleeping with, with my partner. We were, we were sleeping. I was not. I was awake. <laughs> I was asleep. Probably by one thirty that night, so not too long after. I think we were in bed by like nine, nine thirty. You're old people. <laughs> I mean, no, you just I know your work schedule and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of how it just goes that way. Uh, my alarm, my first alarm is set for three fifteen. So like, my first alarm is set for six thirty. Yeah. It's a difference. It is, yeah. That three hours is a huge difference. There are there. There's been a few nights when I am like just getting home as your first alarm goes off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Even even when I was drinking, like unless I was out with you, I usually did not close <laughs> anything out. I was still like in. Sometimes even like, when you went out with me, you'd be like, nope, I'm dipping. Yeah, I'm pretty good at dipping. <laughs> like, pro dipper, actually. <laughs> Peace, I'm out. I've learned how to talk to people in a way that just gets me out of the conversation as fast <laughs> as possible. In the politest way possible, because I just hate feeling rude, but, like, I just... You just make it talking. very clear that you don't want to be part of this conversation. <laughs> oh, just most conversations. Um, <coughs> that's nothing personal. I just don't. I'm not comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of why I do this. Yeah, I suppose. You I'd, just you just never stop talking. I'd, so we, we put yeah. a mic in front of you, and it works. And I can talk to you. So <laughs> I get to talk. I can talk to anybody. I, it doesn't... I've seen it happen. I mean, there's a select few people, I guess, that just, like, instantly dislike me on site. 
Not for because like I've wronged them or anything, just because sometimes that happens. It's just that's a natural way of things. Some people just don't like you as soon as they see you. It's it's gonna happen. Not very often, but it'll happen. Some people just have a punchable face and that's that's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Yeah. I've been told that (laughs) that he just really wanted to punch me. He's like, I can't explain it. You've been really cool and nice and but something about you just I really want to fucking just sock you in the face. <laughs> and all my friends were like, whoa, dude, what the fuck? Like, chill out. I'm not, I'm probably not gonna, but I wanna. My friend Testa was like, stepped forward. She was kind of drunk. She was like, Testa, smash. And she was, and I was like, Testa, no. It's fine. He's not gonna hit me. He's just expressing a want to hit me. It's okay. <laughs> that was your week. <laughs> Um, well, the, the new year has happened since our last recording, and, uh, I got engaged. Congratulations! Yeah, and... Fucking A. We just had a bonus episode released with Kirsten. That's, that's what I got engaged to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's, I'm very excited about that. Well, obviously. As you do. Yeah. Um... And that kind of overshadowed most of the other things in my week because it was just kind of a. That's entirely uh, fair. Yeah. I know how that is. Um, I've been playing a lot of Switch. I've been playing a lot of Smash Brothers with my son. That's fun. Um, he's five, and like you know, I showed him the ropes Smash Brothers when he was like four or so, and like, like he's been playing now for a little while, and. uh I've been playing for like 23 years or mm-hmm. something, and um, he wins. Legitimately, <laughs> sometimes he wins. <laughs> like, not even like cheap item wins. Like, he prefers, he selects the stages to be like the battlefield or the arena mode, so they're just uh, either one base or a base and three platforms. Mm-hmm. Um,. And he prefers it that way. I think if he knew how, he'd probably turn the items off. Like, he's <laughs> he's just a brutal player. <laughs> it's, so it's really fun to watch him grow and kick my ass sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Blaine and I play te- or Tekken, which is always good. Yeah. I, love, I love Tekken. Yeah, when he's a little bit older, I'll show him some other fighting games. But Smash Brothers is the perfect way to just, you know, have that, like middle ground because he's usually playing as Mario yeah or the guy I just picked see yeah Blaine started on Tekken because that was also like one of my first fighting games I mean I had Double Dragon when I was a kid but (laughs) once I got my PlayStation I I played Tekken Dual Heroes but for the Nintendo 64 that was my first like fighting (laughs) (laughs) that's a real hum (laughs) That's a that's a deep cut. It's yeah, it's a knockoff. It's like a Power Rangers knockoff. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Dual like two. <laughs> Not dual like. Dual. Oh yeah, I think we talked about this recently. <laughs> I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, but I remember <laughs> having that exact. I yeah, I clarified it because yeah, it must have been you I had that conversation with because somebody yeah. When you asked me, <laughs> duel? Yeah. No. Duel. 
Yeah. You know, I had like the from the very first Tekken I've been playing. I love that shit. I've been playing since Tekken two. Yeah. I love Yoshimitsu's my boy. Yoshimitsu's Armor always King. been my boy. I like the little um, dinosaur from Tekken three. Oh yeah. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. He's he big. was a pain in the ass to fight against because he's tiny. Yeah. I used that so much. Oh, My yeah. friends hated hated it. That at a certain Te- point they just told me not to pick him, pick somebody else. <laughs> Tekken so three I was Jin always... and just spammed uppercuts. <laughs> and fireballs. Yeah. But Tekken three was a lot of fun because that was the first one that had like a lot of different side games. There was Tekken arcade where you had the side scrolling beat 'em up game. There was oh, Tekken yeah. ball where you could play the volleyball game. There was I forgot had, like, about those. A lot of fun little things they threw into Tekken three, which just made it really cool. You had a uh, there was Doctor Bosconovich and I don't remember. Who the ogre maybe? Who were the like the secret characters you could get? They were like off screen, but you could unlock oh, them yeah. as playable characters. Yeah. Smash Brothers style. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I love that game. It's good shit. Tekken's great. Uh, so yeah, uh, do you have a story for us? Um. I do, but should we talk about some news? Oh, we should talk about because some news. Oh I my god, there's... we need to talk about some news. Oh my god. Greta Thunberg? 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 Um, I'm sorry. I've heard it pronounced every single one of those ways. Um, that wasn't me just stuttering. Those were all the ways I've heard it pronounced in the last couple of weeks. Let's call her the Big GT. Yeah. Big Greta. <laughs> Anyway, she <laughs> outfitted the shit out of Andrew Tate. And, and it was amazing. It was it, a beautiful moment. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, ever. And Andrew <laughs> Tate got himself arrested for revealing his pizza boxes while he was bragging to a 19, 20-year-old. She just turned 20, I believe. Yeah. Uh, she was 19 at the time. <laughs> About how he's not going to recycle his pizza box. Yeah. How fucking petty and shitty and he's, I mean, we've never brought up Andrew Tate before because I just don't want to talk about him more than I have to and I, it's I, I hate his It's a fascinating case study in, like, just manipulating, like, insecure men and, like, like his whole little school that he has brought up. I actually know quite a bit about, like, yeah. what he does and, yeah. things, like, I've been watching from the outside for quite some time just like it, it's ridiculous it's disgusting it he's, is. A, he's a disgusting disgusting man and it's so funny that he got arrested for trying to be his disgusting self at a, for apparently no reason like there was no like he was just trying to be a dick on twitter like yeah. like the initial tweet about his cars like yeah. that was unprompted as far as I can tell mm-hmm he just did that to to be an asshole, I guess. Like there's there was no reason to start it, and that got him arrested, and that's just <laughs> poetic justice in its finest form. It's beautiful, <laughs> absolutely beautiful. It yeah, it's it's a crazy thing. It, it was amazing to see. <laughs> it came out of nowhere, but it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
man, fuck that guy. <laughs> Go Greta. True neutral. <laughs> <laughs> True neutral approved. <laughs> Big GT coming in for the for the win. I I I hope you got my irony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, court, I'm good at this. Thank you. Sometimes it looks like things just bounce off your glasses. Sometimes they do. <laughs> That's what glasses are for. Protect my eyeballs. Oh, so that noise is the hot water heater. I didn't realize it was going to be so loud in recordings. Um, <laughs> I will figure out a way to... Uh, door? You know, yeah, door. But... Um, this house was built in, like, 1939, mm -hmm. and so every doorway in the house is a different size. None of them are standard doorway sizes that you can find. Just measure it and go down to Habitat for Humanity. I, I, yeah, I can try. They have try. a basement full of doors. Yeah, I can absolutely try that, I'm just saying, like, the last few times I've looked, it's just not... The not other option is we have there. the good old Home Depot. They'll make you one. It'll cost a little bit, but they'll they'll make you the door size you need. Mm. If we can find one at Habitat, they'll be pretty cheap. Yeah. Maybe you can find one and just cut it a little bit. Anyway, this is off podcast. <laughs> right. I just wanted to let you guys know I know about the water heater noise. It's it's there. It's there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Apologies. Um, there is other news. Um, I'm sure most of you probably know Jeremy Renner got injured. Oh, quite yeah. Quite injured. Um, uh, yeah. So, um, first, first thing, um, fun fact, Jeremy Renner owns a snowplow. Yeah. Well, he lives somewhere very snowy, and his, one of his family members was, I think, trying to visit on New Year's Day, got stuck in the snow, and they called him. And he jumped in his snowplow, his 14,000-pound snowplow, and drove down to help them get unstuck. That's just such an incredible thing to hear. I love that. <laughs> and he was successful in that, drove down, unstuck his family, whoever it was, and then, um, according to everything I've read, he got out... And they both got out of their vehicles, and they were having a conversation before they went to wherever they were going. Right. Presumably probably back to his house. That would make sense. And um, then the, the snowplow slipped a gear or something, popped itself into neutral somehow, and started rolling. And True he, neutral. He tried to <laughs> jump in and stop it from becoming a runaway snowplow, and uh, it ran him over. Yeah, that's that's a horrible thing to imagine, but like he he's he's not dead. He's, he's not dead. He has he's, blood he's actually force, okay now. chest trauma and orthopedic injuries. Was that what I? Yes, I don't yeah. have it in front of me. Um, but um, he just posted a. I just saw a thing of him just sharing a picture, like all the loved fans, like I'm I'm all right for right now, like. Mm -hmm. And he, he's, he's beat the fuck up. He is, but he's recovering and seems to be doing all right. Yeah. So Hawkeye. It's a very Hawkeye way to get injured. What? <laughs> also, Ken Block died. Rest in peace, Ken oh, Block. Oh, yeah, rest in peace, Ken Block. That's super a sad. fucking snowmobile accident. Yeah. Literally. 
he, he rolled a snowmobile. It could have happened any of the other times he crouched. It just happened to be this time, and it sucks. Yeah. It's he just... wasn't even doing anything crazy. That's mm-hmm. the thing. He wasn't, like, off doing, like, getting filmed, doing crazy, like, Ken Block stunts and shit like that. He was just out having fun with the snowmobile, like, That's doing normal stuff. Blows. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, I think that... Is that it? Do we have anything else? Um, big? Off the top of my head, no. Um, in the bottom of my head, nope, that's my job. Also no? Okay, yeah. there we go. All right. Well, I think that wraps up our little news segment. <laughs> Fuck you, Andrew Tate. Yeah. Yay. Jeremy Renner, get better. Yes. Rest in peace, Kim Block. Yes. Wow, there's a <laughs> definite succession happening. <laughs> <laughs> there's... You know, we got a range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I believe I do have a story. Yes, it's not a story about me though. It's a story I was told just after Christmas by a friend of mine. Okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, apparently, he lives, I'm not sure where, which part of the house he lives, I assume in the basement or something, because he's, it gets cold, and he has, like, cement floors and shit, mm-hmm. and so, like, at night, sometimes, like, he doesn't want to get up and go to piss, so he has a piss bottle. Oh, alright. Next to, next to the bed. Gross. Just get slippers. Yeah. Tell your friend to get slippers. He also keeps a water bottle next to the bed. That's unsafe. He drank his piss, didn't he? He did. He did. He woke up half drunk on Christmas morning and drank his piss because he just reached out blind and grabbed the first bottle he felt. That's wretched. Um, get slippers? Get slippers. <laughs> I have, We've got cement floors here in where we record. I've never had piss bottle. Why is that a thing? Uh, you should not have piss bottle. This is a weird thing. This is... I mean, it's not... Like, it's not like, I mean, it's not unheard of, but it's yeah. also still very gross and just, yeah. especially if it's out of, not want cold floor. Um, I think that was the reason. Get slip. It's five dollar. Slip. I'm wearing Pikachu slippers right now. They're fantastic, and the I don't bathroom even might feel also be floor. all the way upstairs. Well, then you're just lazy. I don't remember all the... They're, they're, I just know that, that the gist of the story was he woke up half drunk and drank his own piss because he just grabbed the first bottle he felt. That's really gross, and you should just avoid that circumstance where that can happen. That's my opinion on that matter. Yeah. I've never understood piss bottle. Piss bottle's gross. Don't get it. Uh, uh, so I, I have a short story... To just just compliment your piss story, I've got a little shit story from work today. Um, today, while I was at work, I, I am the maintenance guy, but I was just going in to use the restroom. I clean it in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went in to use the restroom, there was a fucking inhuman shit in there. <laughs> I have literally never heard of 
anybody having a shit this large. <laughs> like, except in, like, South Park. <laughs> Just, it was... I'm, I'm not... The automatic flusher could not handle this shit. <laughs> I don't know who or what took that shit and made that happen. But they had one gaper on there. Because... That was it. It was huge. <laughs> anyway, I had to break it up with a spoon. <laughs> That's fucking gross. That's I almost awful. threw up. Oh my god, That's so bad. What the fuck? <laughs> I threw the spoon away. I would hope so. Not just bleach it and put it back. <laughs> fine. Ew. I just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> it was very Good bad. Lord. <laughs> oh my god. That's awful. So sorry about that, listeners. I got a good laugh out of that. You know, I'm glad I got that story out of you because if I didn't, then I probably never would have heard that story. And that is both hilarious and disgusting. It's a great story. 10 out of 10, good story. It's gross. I had to get it out. Uh, um, <coughs> Distract yourself with a game or a movie yeah, or something. Yeah, so... um. I haven't been playing that many new games. I didn't. I didn't get like any new games with Christmas money or anything because I I got my new Switch and I've just been playing through old games that I really like. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the just quick review of the OLED OLED yeah uh, Switch it's fucking it's an upgrade. It's the screen. There's just a vivid colors option. It's on naturally, but like. Wow. Even, like, I... So I'm going to talk about uh, Super Mario Bros. 3 as... No, sorry. Super Mario World. <laughs> objectively as a review. <laughs> but, like, on the Switch OLED... Yeah, but from the viewpoint of playing it on the OLED. Yeah, it's... First of all, it's gorgeous. Like, comparatively, it looks so good. I mean, the the colors really pop from the old graphics. It's super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell, like, it feels like you can almost see this the blocks on the screen. Just how detailed it looks. Yeah. It's really nice. And this is a game I've been playing, you know, since I was very, very young. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a lot of it is almost muscle memory at this point, at least the whole first world. Um, But going through on the Switch is just... It's so responsive, especially if you're using the the D-pad instead of the joystick. Mm -hmm. Because the joystick, if you're good with it, and that kind of game, it's... It works. Like, I'm sure you'd be fine. I can't play Crash Bandicoot with a joystick. I have to play Crash Bandicoot with a D-pad. Yeah, and so... Yeah, using the D-pad for me is significantly more comfortable. Um, and 
it's really, really precise. Everything, like, you can tell it's not... It's not ever the game's fault when you fuck up. Mm-hmm. Which is super nice, even to... For, for it to have been back then and have that. Where it's super challenging, but not in a way that is impossible. Mm-hmm. And... Uh... Just the level design of this game overall is super interesting. The the secret level parts where you have the reveal blocks. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, make it a fun thing to try and go back. It's almost like a Metroidvania in that way uh, because there's so many hidden paths and weird ways, and you have to get. All the right hidden paths to get go that. Go upways and sideways and diagonal ways and any which kind of ways you want to go. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But you have to go to all the right kind of ways to get to the star paths. And you have to unlock all the star paths to get to the big star path thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever actually gotten all of those unlocked. <laughs> but Are you I, going to this time? I might. I might. I'm going through... Um, I've just never really known where they all were because at a certain point it's just hard enough for me to beat the levels, especially when I was younger. Yeah. Like, I've gotten all the way through it since I've had my Switch. Um, like, going back through, like I said, on Lola, is, it's just really... It feels more responsive, and it looks really nice. It might just be, could be because... Wow, that was weird <laughs> to say. Um, the, the screen is nicer. It might just be the a result of the way it looks that it feels more responsive but it does Mm -hmm. it's super good um well I think that OLED's supposed to have some other sort of a performance update besides just this better screen right uh also the my only big gripe with this one I guess is the is the bosses on the platforms the the lava where you have to knock them off Mm-hmm. I just it's so tedious <laughs> but uh, the unique bosses for the later worlds are pretty fun uh, I haven't been through in a year or two but they're real good good stuff yeah Mario's always fun though like yeah. there's almost zero Mario games that you're like I'm not going to enjoy playing this. Yeah, yeah. I actually played just a couple levels of a few of them to see which one I wanted to talk about today, and that was that's just the one that stuck out to me because, I mean Yoshi, so good. Yeah, having Yoshi, using Yoshi to jump around, going back for the apples. I want to get Paper Mario. I want to get the old Paper Mario games. Oh, well, they have the Nintendo 64 expansion thing. I'm pretty sure they have Paper Mario on there. Hell yeah. Which is the first one. Mm-hmm. And the GameCube one, which I don't think they've released anywhere else. And then Thousand Year Door, which we actually have and you could probably borrow. <laughs> or the, is that the one that came out on Switch recently, or is that the other one? I don't know. I don't know. We we have a Paper Mario. It's Kirsten's. You'd probably have to ask her, but... I have enough at the moment to keep me busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, that reminds me, that was just a my review. Obviously, thumbs up for a Mario game. Yeah. Like, Mario, always good. Can't go wrong with Mario. Yeah. Um, love it. 
great time. Um, but I did want to ask your opinion on the one Pokemon game I've not played on the oh, Switch. Yes, and I know you have been. Like, I have. I on have top been. of it. You've been playing I, it pretty much since it got in your Switch. Still. Yeah. Still? Uh, pretty much. I didn't play too much the last couple of days. I've been kind of tired when I got off work. But I am playing Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. And I have made it up. I'm just about to go on to the SSN. Okay. Which is funny because I haven't been playing too much the last couple of days. But I went and saw my little brother last night. And when I got there, he had just gotten onto the SSN himself. Oh, nice. And so... They got the games at the same time. He's a little bit ahead of me now because he probably has continued playing and I have not yet today. Yeah. But we were at roughly the same point. So, um, but yeah, I'm right about to go into the SSN. It's, I think it's a lot of fun. I, I'm honestly really enjoying playing it. It's, uh, you start the game kind of classic yellow style, except okay. that when you go see the professor in the grass out front... Like, either if you have Let's Go Pikachu, a Pikachu jumps out at you. Right. Let's, let's Go Eevee, and Eevee jumps out. And then you catch your Pokemon. And, because the professor just kind of hands you Pokeballs, and he's like, here, throw these at it. <laughs> and you do. And then I caught myself my Eevee, and then, much like Pokemon Yellow, it kind of busts back out of the Pokeball and refuses to hang out in there, but it's still yours. And, um... So my little Eevee rides around on top of my head, on top of my hat. Super cute. It's adorable. <laughs> Absolutely adorable. Pikachu rides around on your left shoulder. Nice. Parrot style. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the catching of wild Pokemon, you don't do, like, as battles anymore. You do it, it it's like Pokemon Go. Right. So you, like, can physically move the switch around to look and try to catch it, or if you're playing with the Joy-Cons detached, then you can, like, use the Joy-Con as a, like, you would play Pokemon Go. Okay. Or you can uh, use the motion control to actually do, like, the throwing stuff. Right. That's right. Because... Uh, that sounds like it'd be fun. Yeah. Um... um I was gonna ask, is there an option to not have it motion controlled for that? I'm not sure. I haven't looked at it. Maybe just like a joystick option? There might be. But when it's the motion control, all you do is like you point the switch where it's like if you're doing it in handheld, like all I have to do is kind of like make sure it's centered on the screen, like as centered as I can get it, and then you just hit the A button and he'll just, you'll just throw the Pokeball. Oh, okay. So it's like the same level of throw every time, but it's just like how you arc it and angle it to make sure that you hit where you want to hit. Alright. It works out it works out pretty well. It's fun. Nice. Um and but all the trainer battles and the gym battles are all still traditional Pokemon battle style. Nice. The all, all your classic still have rock, like paper, scissors moves. style. Yeah, they get four moves, you get a forget moves or learn new ones as they come along. Um, Alright. It's not done on like I mean your Pokemon level up, but they also have CP, or the combat power, that's in uh, Pokemon Go. Okay. Um, when you... Based on their overall stats, I'm guessing? Yeah. Okay. And then when you send Pokemon, because you can catch a lot of Pokemon in a row, like, say, you catch, like, a bunch of Zubats in... Because that's what I did in Mount Moon. I caught a bunch of Zubats. 
and the more you catch, you get your catch multiplier up if you keep catching the same type of, or the same Pokemon over and over and over again. And then the higher you get your catch multiplier up, the more chance it has of spawning a rare Pokemon in the area. So I caught like, I think it was, I got like a multiplier of like 10 Zubats, and instead of the every now and again finding a Clefairy walking around, a Clefable popped up. And nice. I was able to catch a Clefable. Oh, yeah. So, like... That's fun. And then all the Pokemon, you can still send them back to the professor, and he sends you back candies that are basically your stat boosts for the game. They're called, like, speed up, and you can get large and extra large versions. Like, okay. Like, I sent him 17 Zubats at once, and he's like, oh, you sent me... X amount of the Zubats. He, let me give you an extra bunch of this one candy, and I got a bunch of uh, speed candies to raise my Pokemon speed nice. and stuff. Okay. So you get, like, special stats for sending Pokemon back based on how many you catch. Um, it still works like Pokemon Yellow in the, in the way that the original three starters are still available to you where they would be available in Pokemon Yellow. Okay. So you can go find a person that will give you the Bulbasaur, the Charmander, and the Squirtle. Alright, um, and uh, leveling up, they evolve like normal? Yep. Just, okay. They all evolve like normal. You level up, you get... The whole party gains experience when you catch wild Pokemon. They all gain the same amount of experience. Okay. And in when you do battles with other trainers... Whatever Pokemon fought in the battle will get more experience, but then the rest of the party still gets experience as well. Okay, that's that's how it is in most of the games now. So yeah, yeah it's just experience share. Yeah, yeah, they basically have experience share on for all of it. Yeah. So, it's I've been having a lot of fun with it. God, do you remember when experience share was a thing you had to give to one Pokemon? And it, yeah, yeah, I and do. And you had to grind for that one Pokemon, like, or you had to grind for the Pokemon you were using and then that Pokemon? Mm-hmm. I'm sad that I'm. it doesn't seem like I'm going to have any form of, like, there's no, like, cell phone used to call other trainers. There's no, it doesn't look like there's, like, a versus seeker or no. anything like that. Mm. Because I was... One, I played Fire Red a lot, and I got the Versus Seeker. That's right. always what I would go and get, because I like to. I like the grind. I like the Pokemon grind, and the best way to grind is to get the Versus Seeker so you can keep fighting trainers and not wild Pokemon, because wild Pokemon experience sucks donkey dicks. <laughs> but if you fight Pokemon that have trainers, then you get decent experience out of them. It's fact of life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true, but like... Yeah, uh, no, that's just true. I don't know. <laughs> they should have that in all of them, and they kind of have some system for that in most of these games, but it doesn't seem like there's anything like that in Scarlet and Violet, I will say. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's the there's the thing at the end, the tournament at the end, but, like, I don't know. The Versus Seeker was such a useful tool when I got it in Fire Red and Leaf Green. It's just an updated cell phone from gold it to is, silver. But what it did, the Versus Seeker was unique in the fact that every it only took 100 steps to recharge, So you, and that worked on your bike, so you could just get on your bike and get 100 steps done real quick. And then when you used it, any trainer that's immediately on the screen, some of them would like raise their hands and jump up and down, and that meant they wanted to fight you. Huh. And so you could just 100 steps, 
fight a bunch of trainers. I mean, you just had to find a spot, which was right at the top of Cycling Road. There was all those bikers right there. Yeah. And then the last three had, like, this specific set of Pokemon. I don't remember what it was, but Eradicate. I remember... The, huh? Eradicate. No, 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 the last three, the ones closest to the fence. There was, like, one that had two Weezings that were a really good level. Uh. One that had um, a Primeape, a Machoke... And a coughing or something. There, there was like the set of three trainers. Oh, yeah, fighting poison boys. That I would fight over and over again because I had worked out that that was the specific spot that would gain me the most experience. Like I had the three trainers with this set of Pokemon was earning me the most experience per hundred steps, like every time. <laughs> I did a. For, I I like that grind. I just mm-hmm. I just level up each and every because. That game also had the experience share that only worked for one individual Pokemon. Right. And so I would just grind each and every Pokemon I had up to level 100. One at a time. <laughs> and if it wasn't strong enough, then I'd throw out my big boy and let them sit back and gain experience with experience share until they were ready to fight. Then they could come out and do it on their own. And I would just grind people up to level 100. Like, that's what I did. God damn. That's, that was always my least favorite part of Pokemon. Like... Honestly, for the first, like, three or four, or, like, I guess the first two generations and probably my first few playthroughs of the third one, I uh, just ran with my starter Pokemon and then had uh, HM slaves. Mm-hmm. Like, I, my starter Pokemon got to level 100 by, like, the seventh gym because it was the only one I used. There are still rideable Pokemon. Um, <coughs> or there are rideable Pokemon in this game, but it's... Like, if you get a Persian, and you... So you have your Eevee or your Pikachu that's just constantly out and with you. Right. But then you can let another one of your Pokemon out of the Pokeball, and it'll run around with you. Fun. Some of them are just, when you throw them out, they're automatic mounts. Persian is one of these. I assume Rapidash probably is. I assume Arcanine probably is. Yeah. Um, maybe Ninetales... I, I don't know. A Gyarados has one, so I assume, like, Blastoise also would as well. I really hope... How would you ride on Blastoise? Surf. Because the one for Gyarados is called Sea Skim. It's a special move that Gyarados has to know before you can ride. He, my little brother has a Gyarados, and yeah. so he's like, it says it's rideable, but when I try to use it, it says he needs this special move called Sea Skim, which makes me think it's probably going to be, like, their, this game's version of Surf. Right. Which I assume Blastoise would also be able to do. That's a fair, fair assumption. It's like, I assume eventually the bird Pokemon we're going to be able to fly on, yeah. which Charizard would also be able to do. Yeah. And if they let me ride around on my Venusaur's back, chilling underneath its, like, uh, underneath its tree as it's walking around, that, that would be so cool. That would be the best thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would love that so much. <laughs> um, so another interesting thing about this is that the your rival, right, mm-hmm. looks like you look. I mean, you get a pick kind of vaguely how you look, you, but they look vaguely like Ash or Red, right? right? And your rival looks vaguely like Gary or Blue, right? Right. And you get to name them and whatnot, you know, as you do. Butthead. Yeah. Mine's name is Dipshit. 
but you know Nintendo has all the sensors on stuff now. Right. So it's spelled D I P P S C H I T, dipshit. <laughs> I win. <laughs> you got him, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I did. I sure did. <laughs> I tried to name him Dickbag, and the game told me no. I got I was, mad. I was absolutely joking. <laughs> I always name them something. Of course you do. Fuck those guys. <laughs> it's funny because they'd always, at least in the first generation, it would, you know, Professor Oak was like, uh, "What's it's my grandson?" Uh, uh, and then he turns to your character and he's like, "What's his name again?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, ask him. <laughs> okay, I'll name him. Sure. So I always named him something mean. He's my rival. <laughs> I always named him my best friend's name. <laughs> Because, you know, we play against each other. <laughs> like, if I were in your shoes, I'd probably name my rival Ian, so you I was always going against, you know... Poor, sweet, innocent thing. It's just not how the world works, my friend. Mm. Um, I want everything to be TV. But, no, so... We, we have our rival, and then you get through, like, the first gym. You go and you beat Brock. Mm-hmm. And then... The rock There's type blue. leader. Blue comes like walking up to you. Oh. And he starts talking to you like about, oh, I was going to give you advice. I heard that you were off on a, an adventure that my, my gramps had sent you on an adventure. And then he's like, oh, you have a Pokedex? You finally got around to building one? That's awesome. And like, Blue is clearly already like an experienced pokemon trainer is it supposed to be blue from like the manga it's definitely blue from the manga he looks just like gary cool he's like it definitely is and then my old brother found a spot where um right after you beat i guess i was there long enough for him to beat lieutenant surge because he was telling me that after that he talked to um blue again and blue was talking about team rocket and asking if you'd seen him, and of course, by that point in the game, you've already beaten Team Rocket once at Mount Moon. Right. And so Ian was like, yeah, I, I beat them already. And oh, he, oh, uh, quick question. Is it Jesse and James? Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, okay. And cool. Meowth, but Meowth doesn't talk. Okay. I don't know. Did he talk in yellow? I don't remember. Because he might have just said Meowth in yellow. He just says, Mrawr, in this one. Ah. <laughs> I'm a cat Pokemon. Yeah, wow. he, they're, he, they're called the Scratchy Cat Pokemon. Scratchy Cat. Um, the Gold Coin Cat Pokemon? <laughs> or just the Gold Coin Pokemon? Because that's the kind of notable feature about this yeah. particular cat Pokemon. Nope, they're Scratchy Cat Pokemon. A payday could ruin Fairy the Pokemon are a thing in this game as well. Cool. Which is interesting. Well, yeah, Fairy Pokemon have been a thing in, in the Pokemon games for a few generations now. So for them, like... Clefairy is a fable po or a fairy Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So. So it's Jigglypuff. Yeah. And Mr. Mime is part fairy as well. Oh. Okay, I didn't know <laughs> that one. Psychic fairy. Alright. Um I'm a psychic fairy. But and then in their conversation about <laughs> about Team Rocket, Gary or Blue essentially told my brother's character to like if you ever run into Team Rocket again, give me a call. Like, I've done this before. And he, like, talks about how he's, like, beaten the Elite Four and their champion. But he has a friend who's beaten not only the Elite Four, but also Blue himself. Uh, and whatnot. So Red's somewhere out there as well. 
And it's just, I think it's interesting that this game is clearly set as, if you're reenacting Pokemon Yellow, and it's point in time future from Pokemon <laughs> Yellow, like, it's, it's, it's set with the same, like, you're literally redoing the exact same thing that these people you're meeting have done. You're literally reenacting it. Right. But they're there. Like it's just it's so weird. And they know what's happening. A- apparently. Yeah, that's But red's not there, you just talk to blue. What are you doing, Game Freak? What is this? I'm really interested to see where it goes. Cause like I said, I'm just now I haven't even beat Lieutenant Surge yet. I still have a bunch left to do. It'd be interesting so. if they tie time travel into a bunch of older games and then do something viable with Scarlet Violet's DLC. Because there's well, a lot of time travel in that. Another fun thing is that there's Alolan Pokemon in this game, but cool. you can only get them. There's people... Talk to everyone. If you get this game, go to every house, every nook and cranny, because things oh, are yeah. different. And no, That's how I play every Pokemon game, when you can go into the fucking houses. <laughs> you can. You sorry. can. The it's houses and the marts and everything. Violet, are, you fucking can't. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. They're I'm full sorry. buildings, Keenan. They're full <sighs> buildings. You can enjoy them. Um, and they're re- really pretty and nice looking, actually. Um, but, so, in almost every Poke Center I've been into, there will be one person in there somewhere that wants to trade you, like, I've traded a Geodude for an Alolan Geodude. Okay. I've traded, like, like, and they just have the Alolan versions of Pokemon that Lolan's they'll trade. Slowpoke. Yeah, they'll trade oh, that exact Pokemon that, for. I think that might be a Galarian stuff. Is there an Alolan Slowpoke? I don't remember. There's an Alolan Grimer. Yeah. I love Alolan Grimer and Muck. They look so cool. But They look like an oil spill. Mm. Yeah, in almost every Poke Center, there's someone that'll trade you an Alolan for a regular Cantonese version of where you're at. <laughs> what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, yeah. And um, you can do it multiple times. Like, as many times as you want, you can just get Alolan versions. You can just go trade all your Geodudes for Alolan Geodudes if you want. And you, that's he, cool. He just keeps having them to trade you. That's, that's neat. <laughs> wow. Overall, it's been really fun. If anything crazy happens in the story as I play, I will definitely let you know. Cool. Cool, cool. Right now, big thumbs up would recommend. If you liked playing the original series, like, the first... Pokemon games, it's great. You'll you'll enjoy it. Cool. Oh yeah. I um miss I miss those old ones. I want to play them on the Switch. Also you can dress up your Pikachu and your Eevee, you get outfits for them. And you can get matching outfits for your character. Wonderful. <laughs> I love that so very much. They do a Nintendogs thing where you can like like pet the your Pokemon oh, and yeah. give it berries and stuff. That's That's been a cute little feature yeah. since the DS ones. You can pet them with the stylus. Lots of, lots of fun little details. I don't really use a lot of that stuff. No. I just play the game. Yeah. My Eevee probably doesn't like that, but that's okay. Uh, there are some Pokemon where, you know, you have to make them friendly to you to evolve them. Um... And that's that's the best way to do it in some of those games. The game won't let you evolve your Pikachu or Eevee that you get for the game. That makes sense based on the lore, but it's kind of a shame. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to have like a little, uh, like a Leafy on riding on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. 
I love Leafy on. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, that's what I got for that. Sylveon's <laughs> actually probably my favorite though. Yeah, I was always a Jolteon kid, but I, yeah, I like Jolteon a lot. Yeah, if I had to just look at them at all, I'd just, yeah, Sylveon. Um, I also like Umbreon. Yeah, Umbreon's red. Espeon's just never been popular, and that's kind of Espeon's really cool, but it, it's like very Egyptian looking, and I think that detracts from it. In some way, I'm not sure why, but maybe because the Egyptian theme is just played out at this point. Yeah, uh, Egyptian cat themed. Aren't they dogs? I always Eevees? I always viewed Eevee as more of a fox, so more of a cat. No, Vulpix is a fox. Vulpix is definitely a fox, but like, I always viewed Eevee as more cat-like than dog-like. Yeah, see, I always thought of Eevee as a dog. Hmm. Weird. Oh no. What is Eevee? Uh, well, Eevee, <laughs> Eevee also, I. So, alright. Uh, quick, <laughs> quick hypothetical to go along with your your review. Um, I, well, I guess it's more of a theory. Uh, I believe that Eevee is, the, like, the second oldest Pokemon still alive as part of the evolutionary chain like older than Kabuto and fossil Pokemon okay it just uh, was able to survive as a as a species longer yeah uh, because of its adaptability and um, that adaptability would have come straight from Mew mm-hmm. I believe Eevee is the missing link so to speak in the in the thing and they don't have fossils from Eevees because they, you know... They're still here, so yeah. they don't even think about it. Yeah, so, like, they find... Eevee's clearly special. It can evolve into so many different things. Yeah. I Then they didn't do a new evolution for this game, so it might be done with that, but, like, still, it's... There's, like, eight of them? Yeah. I believe. Well, for a long time, they just left it at the three. Yeah. Well, no, well, they, no I no, guess there was went, five. Yeah, they went to the second generation. They did five. But for third gen, I know they didn't make any new ones. No, but I think it was right after that they started doing more. So, I, I don't know. That's, uh, but, yeah. I Yeah, I think Eevee's a super old Pokemon. That uh, makes sense. I always wondered if Farfetch'd was more important than anyone realized, but then I realized he's just tasty. Yeah. People just hunted him because he tastes good. Yeah, he's super tasty and comes with a leek. Like, he's already got his own little vegetable as part of a stew. That's that's what he was reportedly made into often. <laughs> it. I read, a, like, a, a thing recently um, about Pokemon. It was from the, like, the original creators, and it was just how to refer to Pokemon like like a a general basis for how Pokemon should be talked about generally. And mm-hmm. they're all to be referred to as it, no matter what. <laughs> they are animals, I guess. Like yeah. I just thought thought that was weird when you got names like Mr. Mime and like Jinx who like 
Yeah. I mean, I guess there would be male and female drinks. Yeah. But... Well, no, there are some Pokemon where there's only one gender. Right, like, uh, and there's... And there's things like Ditto that don't have a gender. Right, and there's also, like, uh, Combi only evolves into Vespaqueen if it's a uh, female. Like, it's just a... Like, it is... Yeah. So, those... And then there's Gardevoir. Y'all need to calm down and leave Gardevoir alone. Just don't look up anything. Safe search when you search Pokemon. That's that's my recommendation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, actually put your safe search on if you're Googling anything Pokemon-related. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a... The internet's a horrifying thing sometimes. It's a dark, dark place. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not kink shaming. I just that's not my thing. That's really and I funny don't considering wanna... the episode we just recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the bonus episode that just came out, and we got another bonus episode coming out next week. We've already recorded it, and it is. Oh, <laughs> we've got an awesome guest on. <laughs> it's my fault it derailed, but mm-hmm. it'll be fine. I'm not worried about it. It's good. It's good stuff. Uh, where can they find us on the email? <laughs> you can send us an email if you so choose at uh, trueneutralpod at gmail.com. We also have the Twitter. If emailing's not really your thing, you can send us a tweet over at True Neutral Pod, at True Neutral Pod, or I'm at Mr. Dab himself. Um, what? No way. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's uh, Facebook. We got a Facebook True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. Um, True Neutral Studios on the YouTube. Yes, we will be working on that again soon. I know I keep saying it, but guess what? We actually are doing things. So. Yeah. And um, then there's yeah, totally. the band disappointing at best on both the Facebook and also the YouTube. Yeah. But not the Twitter. Nope, nope, not not really. Um, and yeah, we didn't even get any fun spam. We got <laughs> we got another thing from Terry Edward Barwick, and it's all apparently in Arabic as well. And then we got something from Peter Alisan that starts beer, Dear Beneficiary. Ooh, who yeah. died? Did my, did my long-lost Somalian uncle pass away? Did I win all of his money if I only shipped them a small payment of $2,000? Uh, World Bank. Uh, yeah. 2023 compensation fund, which one you... You are one of the lucky 40 winners. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A compensation fund where there are winners. Cha-ching! <laughs> That's not a scam at all. I I see dollar signs coming our way. <laughs> the, the committee has resolved to compensate with the sum of 20... Or two million five hundred dollars. Yeah, see, two million five hundred. See, they threw it's five hundred. Do you know that's legit? There's some weird random number in there. Two million and five hundred. That doesn't. Your email was randomly selected among others to receive this fund through our international <laughs> Microsoft network. Um, micro and soft are separate words. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small. Very pleasant to the touch network. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
All of this seems above board to me. Legit. Where do I sign up? I want my <laughs> $2,500. Uh, therefore, contact engineer account Mr. Kristalina Georgieva. That doesn't sound like a mister's name, but <laughs> hey, who am I to judge? He is a representative and also United Nations coordinator in the United <laughs> States of America that will organize you in dispatch of handling your Discover card. Oh, no one uses Discover card anymore. God, it's a sham. <laughs> you are to make sure that you receive the UN approved Discover card in your names, which is in list. Founds names... Founds in names of UN world list to receive this UN guest compensation. <laughs> it's all weirdly spaced and like... <laughs> I, I don't know who falls for these, like, honestly. Oh my goodness. It's very specifically then, Discover card. I yelled it because it's in all caps yeah. every time it's in there. And then it ends with, we are at your service. Many thanks, United Nations Liaison Office, Mr. Peter Aslan. <laughs> Allison, I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> that. That is the most ridiculous. Man, I thought we were going to get $2,500. <laughs> I was excited. We could have got a whole new setup. <laughs> Oh, all right. So that that has that 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 that's all. That's been calm down. That's been true neutral. That's been true neutral. You're too calm. Too calm. Goodbye. Bye bye.